Hello guys, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, art, movie reviews, and sometimes, all the times, local events happen in and around Central Florida. As always, you have your host Tony and my boy Nico Damas. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Oh man, how's your week been? Ah, kind of isolated. <laughs> well, you're getting, you're transitioning because your job hasn't fully got there yet, right? No, no, my job hasn't nowhere near got that. I'm still at work. <laughs> you still day. at work every day. Mm-hmm. Dealing with a bunch of people. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm like, I'm basically working, trying to be quiet, and then it basically just feels like the out, the the outbreak monkey is about to jump on me. <laughs> well, I've been working from home for yeah about a, a week already. Uh, it was supposed to be official on Wednesday, but because of my department, they made it Tuesday for us. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday, I was working from home. And then from that point on, it's just been craziness. Utter craziness. craziness. Well, because the, they never had the, the I guess this is the first time they're going to have a, a the whole de- company working remotely. Mm-hmm. So the IT issue. Of making sure everybody's on their VPNs, like they, they're remoting into the network and all their internet's good and all the programs that they need to get to are good. And all like there's a lot of folders and files that or charts that they, they constantly need to get to that's working and working properly in their laptops. So there was a the first few days I had issues with not issues, but like a lot of uh, things that IT had to come in and like install a lot of programs that they forgot that we needed. Until I think, what's today? Friday was like the day that was like a legit work day. There was no issues. No, I'm gl- I'm glad you have your situation like because I I feel like you know I I talk to certain people and I see that there are certain positions that I can see thriving. I guess in this whole situation, so I'm happy they they have that. Like my position, I have no idea because it all you know I'm in basically hospitality, so. We are up and running, but that could be temporarily. I don't know. One never knows until it happens. Yeah, no, of course. So even my uh, one of my coworkers, because at my job they were like, it's two weeks minimum, but it might but might be pushed back to eight weeks mm-hmm. at most. Yeah, that's depending on how the situation goes. If it's more, yeah, it'll go to more. So one of my coworkers was like, "So what happens if you're home for eight weeks?" I'm like, "By that point, they should just let me work remotely because I could, I could do the, I could do my job remotely." This is why I, I, I have mentioned before. I think all society, like, we're gonna have a societal change. Oh yeah, especially this is like the new norm is gonna happen. Yeah, because people are it's gonna develop, especially if you if you think about the people that can work from home, will work from home for a while. They'll get used to it, and they might yeah. like it. Like I mean, obviously, we like the socializing aspect of being in an office but we uh, might like just being home i'm getting used to it. i like it it's it's i get i feel like i'm a little bit more productive than mo- most mm-hmm. i think i guess but i also miss the aspect of working with my coworkers because it's easier Which that, i guarantee you that, that that's another thing that's most social like social connecting apps, especially when it comes to work relations. Like, can you imagine if there's like an app called like Environment, where basically, I mean, aside from just chatting with your coworkers, is like you can basically just jump in and it's just like a, a 
like a conversation, people just talking randomly there or whatever. Yeah. So my thing is like, uh, some well, it, it works both ways because there's there's some coworkers that come to me and be mm. like, Tony, I need this help, and I was like, all right. And it's just like you don't get the instant answer sometimes because if they're messaging me and like sometimes in the middle of something and I don't see their message, mm. usually they could just go walk to my desk. So now they don't have that. So now they just wait. And the same thing goes out. Like if I go out and yeah. uh, ask my manager or somebody, I understand that they might be occupied at that moment doing something else. They couldn't, they didn't read it, but I don't get them. Like I need an answer right now. Mm-hmm. But with that comes with uh, something interesting that's been happening. And I think mm. it's like how you say the shift, the norm, uh, the normal shifting is with movies. So now we know that AMC uh, shut down all theaters for at least two months. Is it only AMC? I thought at this point I thought all theaters were. I know re. I know well, the one that the only one that I care about is AMC because I have the AMC Movie Pass. Okay. So AMC, and I think mostly all all theaters are doing the same already, that they are uh, closing down for at least two months. Okay. So that's going to be a huge hit for the, for the movie industry. Well, I think. But the shift comes with that one is that now they're releasing movies straight to. To on demand. Okay, so this is one thing I think that's gonna happen uh, that I'm noticing. I think they're only throwing low budget movies, movies that they did not expect to do uh, oh, yeah. fairly well, like kind of like fillers, I guess you want to call them. Yeah, of course. I think those will start being getting released. Honestly, the only one, and you know, news to anybody who didn't know this, um, the only one that I think is a big budget would be Wonder Woman, which I'm really surprised. Yeah, they, they're gonna release it. Yeah, which I'm really surprised. It must be. There must be another reason why that's coming out so early. Yeah, I know. It might be because it uh, there's something maybe it sinks or something else. Maybe DC has something like Marvel coming, does where coming it's, on. Well, Marvel pushed back. Push back. No, uh, Marvel did push back. What I'm on, saying is on Black Widow. Well, what I'm saying is Marvel also has a lot of TV shows that kind of coincide with the movies. Yeah, but those so, got stopped too. I mean, there was production stops on Loki. Uh, WandaVision, they stopped production on it, too. So they're being pushed back even further than they were expecting. Basically, we're just in a total pause. A pause for a moment. But yeah, I think they are going to... That was the only big budget movie, which I'm surprised, because um, they they stopped 007. They stopped uh, The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. They stopped Mulan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fast and Furious got pushed back to 2021. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of movies that are getting pushed back. But this one, it was like, we're still going to release it the day of is expected. But I think DC, maybe they're trying it out because maybe to see, to see what they, but then uh, what was the one that we were talking about just recently onward? Mm-hmm. So we we're like, Oh, onward is going to be on demand. But from what I'm seeing it's you have to purchase the movie. You don't get to rent it. It could be because, uh, how to put this. I think the idea is that they maybe Disney, maybe stop renting now. Well, I don't know. Let me not say that because Frozen Two is is available for rent as well. For available for rent on Amazon Prime. Um, it might just be available to purchase because uh, that way they can make a little bit more money before they release it to Disney Plus. They go back to it goes to Disney. Yeah, they could they could try to cheat get something, but for Frozen Two has already been out for a little bit on Disney Plus. Has it been out for a minute? Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Maybe like maybe like a week, maybe even a little bit more. I know that uh, my wife saw it mm-hmm. probably a couple of days ago. No, no, of course. We were watching it uh, we oh, were on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday. But what I'm saying is... I well, less think, than 10 people, guys. Less I think than, that... Uh, social distancing. <laughs> they're releasing it to purchase 
early purchasing, they call in it, uh, so that they can try to recoup some of the money they might have lost. Yeah. And then release it to Disney Plus because they know if they release it to Disney Plus, nobody's going to rent it. They, yeah. It's cheaper just to, to, to pay the Disney Plus membership. That is true. But yeah, so it's. I feel like they're going to start doing that with movies. Because they already have straight to DVDs, but I think they're gonna do yeah, it's a called, bigger uh, a, a bigger marketing. Is it called? It's called like uh, Amazon Cinema. Well, I'm yeah, prime, it's, prime basically cinema. it's a VOD Cinema, basically something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I think is that they are pushing on like how Netflix does sometimes mm. that they'll push marketing and they're like coming to streaming in November, like how they did for Irishman and Stranger Things. Mm. They, they did like a huge trailer release. So I think what they're going to do with that one is that they are going to, as they have a bit smaller budget movies that would have gone normally to theaters for these big Hollywood uh, production companies, I think they're going to invest some more money in their advertising a little mm-hmm. bit just to show that, or the equal amount, but just send it to streaming only. I think that would be the only thing and leave big, big budgets for theaters. So maybe like... Um... But then the theater department, the theater companies will hurt too, because now they're not holding. Now they have to wait for the next big budget to come out to, to hold over from the last one, unless there's like big budgets behind the other. And it's and then we have low months too. Like, well, the funny thing is, is that we're all. I, I was thinking about this for a while. Although this might be something interesting to come about, this, uh, we don't know how it's going to really play out because I'm sure there's only a, like maybe a handful of movies that are ready to go. Because if you think about it, they can't film either. Yeah. So it's not like this is going to be so, the norm oh, to release. So they you know can't what can film happen? shows or movies. Or yeah, yeah, but you know what would be? This is will be good for for because now they're gonna let's say they're stopping stopping production for at least months. Let's say a minimum of four months of production just to get everything situated. Yeah. Four months across the board. So this is gonna. I think I feel and it sh- and I hope it does. This is a lot. A lot of the mo- movies that got um, that got shelved, that were really re- uh, like already finished, a finished product, then be like, oh, we're gonna shelve it. We don't want to release it for maybe it wasn't financially feasible for them. But now they have the opportunity to be like, hey, we have this movie that was been shelved for five years that we could now do something with it. So they could shelve. Mo- they could like bring out movies from their from so- their vault of. Of non-exposure. See, but this is a weird thing because I always... You know how bad a movie would have to be that you decide it's worth shelving? Not even worth the VOD, which is a video on demand? Because think about it. Okay, like, I understand, like, well, it's it's not worth uh, releasing the movie that is because that takes a, uh, another couple of million dollars in marketing yeah. and distribution, yeah. stuff like that. So you decide, okay, well, let's just do it on our video on demand. But to say that that's not even worth doing it on that to just shelve it, that's that's an interesting. No, but I think it go deeper now. They could release a lot more because how many movies do you think they have shelved? Hundreds of thousands easily so? com- combined with all of the company. What's well, funny because I remember um, one of my favorite movies of, of all time was um, 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 Cabin in the Woods, mm-hmm. and apparently that was shelved for like. Like almost, I think it was like three or four years. Yeah. Like basically, um, Chris Hemsworth made that way before he did Thor. Yeah. Then after he did Thor and became famous and then this movie came out afterwards, but it wasn't like intentional. It was just shelved for so long that by the time it came out, Chris Hemsworth was a big name. Yeah. 
so that's the same thing with uh there was another movie called mine hunters which they it's a movie about that that's a movie i thought it was a tv show it's a tv show but this is a movie that came out years ago okay and it's regarding like a school of investigative serial killer investigators oh i remember that one with uh yeah so that one got shelved for five years before it even got released into movies Eh, no but it was a good movie it was a i don't know i liked it i liked the aspect of it and i like the aspect of it but something about the execution i was like i don't know i i I felt like i was i was i was entertained it was very it was very pretty like pretty people at over like substance i felt yeah no it was but i i I found it entertaining just for the no no, entertaining yes yeah no for the entertainment factor but i like the how the setup of all of each room or each house Mm. was how they portrayed it i guess how everybody how the serial killer and they knew exactly who who would do and what would what they would do yeah so, but in, in all essence, that movie got shelved for at least, I think it was at least six years before it even got ever released. That must, can you imagine like thinking like you did that movie? I mean, don't get me wrong. Those people probably got paid to do the movie, but I wonder if they got residuals and they were like expecting money from that residual and never got it because it never got released. How about TV shows? TV shows that did pilots or did a full season, but they were like, oh, we did a full season and nothing came of it. So no, no, there's a lot of shows like that. And it's weird how, what reasons they have for it it's, i mean some of them noble some of them other one one of my favorite when i was growing up was called the kindred and that one only did 13 episodes and it was a very if if i broke down the, the plot you were like damn i'm i'm surprised it's not a, like a movie of that mm-hmm. something like that right anyways um but only did 13 episodes because the main actor died in a freak i think it was a car accident or something like that yeah so they decided not to continue the series without him Oh, because he was uh, the main protagonist. He was the main main person. Yeah, it was like um, vampires meets um, like True Blood meets Sopranos. Wow, so it's like more like wow, like <laughs> set, what set in what time frame? Um, I was a kid when I, I think it was like in the early nineties. So like zomb- like vampire mafia. So basically, uh, the whole idea was that there were these vampires, but the vampires all were part of families. Yeah. But your your bloodline dictates which family you're a part of, but that bloodline also indicates your attributes. Okay. So, like, if you're one of, uh, let's say they were Nosferatu bloodline, you are stronger than every other vampire. However, you're mutated to look like a Nosferatu, bald, you know, long fangs, oh, you, you, whatever. You, you, you have all the physical attributes of the closest bloodline, of that bloodline. Not just physical. Like, there's just attributes. Like, there's one bloodline that... You are everybody in that bloodline is is uh, artists and you oh, know okay. like creatives. One bloodline is all politicians and bankers and you know stuff like that. One bloodline is all gypsies and like nomads. Like each cool. bloodline has like their own kind of rules and it's crazy. Because they should release it then. <laughs> I wish they did. No, no, they released the show, the season, but they that was it. Oh. Unfortunately, it just got oh, like the thirteen episodes and that's it. Yeah, like I'm, it's weird because it's so old. At this point, you can pretty much find it on YouTube, I believe. Oh wow. You know what show I watch on YouTube, mm. which is uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> what do you mean the show? There's a show on Ghost Rider. The show Ghost Rider, not the actual Marvel character Ghost Rider. The like PBS show Ghost Rider that there was like a guy from like the mid 1500s or 1600s. I remember that he uses letters to rearrange to write to you. Wow, dude! I did not know that existed, and the fact that you're confident enough to say that, like, yeah, oh, yeah, everybody knows like Ghost Rider. 
I did if you not don't know, know Ghost Rider, uh, it said it, it was in New York Ghost too. Rider. I know the I'm Reading a, Rainbow. I know like I'm gonna I'm gonna find that for you and show you after the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, but, it's a, that's it's hard. It's just this new norm of movies and then gaming to all the like how we spoke last week. It was like mm-hmm. all the events got canceled. But one thing you did mention that I liked is that a lot of DJs or people like artists are going Facebook live and just doing sessions and yeah, doing just, just couple hour sessions. And, and actually it's funny cause I, somebody I went to school with is a DJ and apparently, and I guess it's kind of like one DJ goes to another DJ goes to another. Like, so it's almost like they're all tagging to the next person to the next DJ and they're just doing one hour sessions and everybody just jumps on Facebook live and enjoys it, dances, listens to it. So it's like artists, people are still being able to try to connect with other people. Connect, yeah. Um, that's why I swear it's going to go that way with everything in a sense. Because I'm telling you, I mean, we were well, we had Oculus rec- like the last couple of years. Yeah. And imagine if, like I said, imagine if Oculus starts becoming a norm, like where people like it gets the technology gets cheaper and more interactive. Oh, yeah. Um, also, right now, I just got to find a better game. Like now that I have all this time, I'm finding games are boring me. <laughs> I mean, I did. I, w- I mean, I've always played a little bit of Fortnite. Um I don't but know. Now just, I got you on that Call of Duty. I got to get... You know what it is, guys? I'm sorry. I'm not good at this games. I need... I mean, trust me. I, I, I need to get better. I need to have that kind of time. But it's one of those things where I know I have to lose a couple of hundred times before I even become moderately good at it. So, yeah. So, you got to be patient with me with that. <laughs> and then I was playing Red Dead Redemption what, what, for the your, first what's time. What's your PSN so people can find you? What happened? What's your PSN? Morel Monkey. Morel Monkey. So if you guys want to destroy Nick or help him, find him in PlayStation Network at Morel Nunky Monkey Monkey Morel Monkey M O R E L M O N K E Y. That's why. That's right. That's why. That's right. So yeah. But um, no, and then I tried Red Dead Redemption. I'm gonna give it another chance. It just felt super slow paced, like, and I felt like I didn't really have. I thought it was gonna be more decisions that I make. Could impact the person, but I just I haven't seen that part of the game. It just feels like, well, you got what, A and B choose. What, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, what, but it, what it section felt, are you where are you at now in the game? I mean, all I've done is kill a bunch of people and go on a hunt for deer. That's about it. Oh, you just you in the intro state? It's, it's it picks up a little bit. You can have like either to go to go do a uh, like a mission or decide. But then at the same time, what what's good about the game is that uh, how you interact in the game is how your NPCs will interact with you. What do you mean? So, like, if you do a lot of good deeds, yeah. so people are going to look at you as more noble, uh, probably give you a better deal. If you're trying to buy something, like buy something. If, you're, if you're more villainous, then people are scared of you. Your bounty will go up even higher. And then I got to fight off more people. Fight off more people. And then... Then like, I should stop killing people. Yeah, just no, because I did have one decision whether to let somebody live or die, and yeah, I killed them. I was like, <laughs> no, because in my head, I'm a logic. Buddy. No, because logically speaking, I was thinking, okay, if I let him live, he's gonna come after me, and <laughs> we, I can't, can't risk that. We can't have that happen. I can't risk you can, that. You're not coming back to my house. Basically, you pop him. <laughs> so I don't. But let's see what other games I get into now. That's Spider Man. I want to borrow it too. Well, I beat Spider-Man. I beat that. Oh, you did beat Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, I'm on 
I'm in between Dragon Ball Z Fighters, mm-hmm. uh, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. But that, the only time I play is like when when you're online or a couple of friends, and I do a couple of um, uh, what, Plunger was it or Battle Plunder, Royale. Yeah. And then on, then other than that, I'm either on that one or the Star Wars game. What Star Wars? It's uh, trying to remember the I can't remember the name. So is it kind of like Spider Man where you go on, you go look for missions, you get fired? yeah, but it's not. It's open. It's not open world. You go to planet to planet, but it's a little bit linear in the sense is like you have to um, you have to be leveled up or have this ability to go beyond where you're at. Like there's one that I need to learn a double jump mm-hmm. to get to that section of the map. So I have to go through the other sections and beat those sections to learn that so ability. It's not necessarily linear because linear usually like is I beat this one mission and get to the next level, beat this moment. Yeah, so this one's like I could do, go but to. But you got to lo- develop yourself in order to do it. Yeah, but you can only develop yourself if you go to a certain planet to do it. So like I have to go to planet A. Let's see, let's say, right? So I have to go to planet A, get that ability, go to planet C, do that double jump, so I could learn something there. I'm assuming, mm. and go back to planet A to go to learn another another ability to mm. get further in planet A. So is it mostly going back and forth on the same platinum between the, like three planets, I think, or so four, mm-hmm. just to beat it. So I'm only a couple hours in, and then I ended up playing Call of Duty. So I'm like, oh, it's fun. It's entertaining. Because I could get lost for hours. In Call of Duty? Yeah. And Dragon Ball Z, because... Well, another thing I think that's going to change, too, is because uh, now, I'm, if you notice on the floor, I, I put up a rubber mat. So I'm going to start doing workouts here. But think about it, if I do workouts here for like another month, I mean, I will still go back to the gym. But that's only be to take classes to learn to do the MMA stuff. Yeah. But I might not do it for the the workouts because I think people are going to get used to working out at home. Yeah. People are just people are like uh, there's a lot of uh, posts I've seen from challenges. Yeah. Challenges. Not only challenges, but I've seen people like, oh, they're bu- building out their at home gym. Yeah. So they were like they're. Like there was one friend that he had like rusted uh like weights, so he's like he was cleaning them off. He's like, I haven't used them in months because I go to the gym, but now that the gym is not available, I have to find some other solution. So yeah, that's. that's and also like that, I've been noticing that ad keeps on popping up a lot more. The one with the uh, it's like a wall mount that has like this res- it gives you resistance to do certain workouts. So basically, it's like a wall mirror that does all these workouts for you. It's crazy. But, like I said, there's going to be a lot of new norms, and hopefully we can keep up. Yeah. But, yeah, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with Nico Damas's movie corner review. Yes. I actually got got one. All right, guys. Be right back. All right, guys. Welcome back uh, to Nico Damas's. Movie corner review. I don't yes, know, I don't know which way to go with the corner movie reviews or movie corner movie oh. corner reviews. Hey, I don't know why you keep on saying corner. I feel creepy. I know. Anyways, movie Nick's movie <laughs> Nick Godama's movie review. So, so I was pleasantly surprised that because obviously you know with all this going on, we can't go to the movies. So one movie that I was uh, waiting for, um, I didn't realize I actually never went to the movie theater. Went straight to Amazon Prime. And I don't know if it was because of what happened or just that was just its intention. Is its intention in the first place? So the movie I'm talking about is uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot, right? A remake. I love that 
uh, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into. It. Hold on. So for those of you who are unaware, Jalen, Jay and Silent Bob are characters Kevin Smith created, um, who weren't in the main part of the original Clerks movie that he made. They were two kind of side characters that became so popular. They actually ended up in almost every one of his other movies. Um, oh, I mean, within that world, I guess you want to call it yeah, like Mall Rats, uh, Chasing Jamie, Amy, Dogma, Dogma. Yeah. So they eventually got did get one movie. I think it was like they said it was twenty years ago. I, I guess it's twenty yeah, years ago. About. So this one basically is is a re, is a reboot of it. Now the thing about the original and the thing is true to this one is it's kind of Kevin Smith's way of kind of making fun of the whole movie industry in the first place. So there's a lot of things where they kind of uh, self-parody. So in this one, a lot of the self-parody comes with the traditional reboot or how Tony was saying, the remake. Because there was a very significant argument where somebody gives you the difference between both movies, the types of movies, which if you watch it just for that, that's worth it. It was, it was, I, I thought it was hilarious. So... Let's talk about the movie. All right. Um, it was it was it had great cameos. I have to say. I mean, it was what? just all cameos. I mean, great cameos. It was all cameos. No, but yeah, they have a lot of cameos, but they they all play like something. I'm like, oh, is this guy? And it's just like they, everybody had their little moments, of course, in it. But it was that like, you couldn't say there was one significant cameo that was like, you know, obviously there was not one person that was like a feature in the movie. Everybody else was just very like. Okay, you're gonna play in this, this movie for like five minutes. You're gonna play this movie for five minutes. It's not like you saw them come back and back and back. Yeah. It was just like everybody had their and five the, minutes the, in the everybody movie. Everybody had like the one shot. Yeah, in, basically. In, the, in, the, in their film, in the, in the movie. Which it's funny because a lot of their cameos are based on the people that were in the original movies. Yeah. So we- if you are. Basically, this is a love letter to Jay and Bob. If you do not know who Jay and Bob just by me saying that name, then don't watch this movie because yeah. you will not understand it or you... None will... of the references or no. anything. It's literally a love letter to the, the fans of Jason and Bob. Yeah. Um, and it does make a lot of references to like how nowadays what, what reboots and remakes are. How they basically add a lot of like uh, the cultural differences of, of the cast or like the plot lines and everything. Like how people base like a lot of their reboots and remakes on like old movies. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, every, it everything's recycled. Heavily it is, recycled. It, it is recycled, but then changed. Yeah. To the so point no, where it doesn't resemble the original at all. And But then it doesn't even become its own original. It's just just a bad version of the original. Which I think that's in general, has, that speaks a lot to the whole genre of it. Because it's true. Like, if you're not going to... I get that a lot of these movies were made in different times. So maybe a lot of those things are not what we consider appropriate or normal now. But don't remake it and then change that aspect of it if it's going to change the the premise of the, or the main heart of the movie. Yeah. Because then why why even do that? Like, we have the classic and we enjoy it. That's it. So, yeah. So, no, with that movie, well, with uh, with I like the jabs that he, he took to everybody. And it was and like I said earlier, it was like when we spoke about it, it was like it's more of a parody. It was a parody, but it was like so self reflecting parody yeah, that they just course. made they made fun of themselves as much as they made fun of everybody else of course. which which i loved about it what i didn't like about it mm. wasn't much because it wasn't it was never its intention to be a great movie it was just it was one of those movies that were made just out of pure fun of making of movement uh, filmmaking true like like 
like I know they took their time and they thought it out the storyline, but they were like, "What the hell? Let's just do this." Or like maybe I feel like a lot of the scenes they were like they just let it go, just be like, "Just do you." I just or, felt my personal feeling. I felt like the original had higher production value, maybe had more money to yeah. it. Yeah, this one didn't feel like it had as much money, so the the silly parodies felt cheaper because I guess it didn't feel like it was the same budget. No, but I, that's, that's the thing because the first one, they hire, they did. It seemed they did have a higher budget, and they they went more. They went more, not Hollywood, but they were so. They were had. It looks like they had more fun on this one than the and then the first. No, one. The, don't get me wrong. They, yeah, they no, no. That's what I'm fun. saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like. In the sense of how you were saying, like, if it was lackluster a little bit for you? It just felt like, don't get me wrong, I'm a huge fan. I'm going to watch it a million times. That's it. It's just because I'm a huge fan of that. But I just felt like, felt underwhelming when it comes to certain things. Because, like I said, the first one felt like it was just higher production. Like, maybe the plot lines are a little bit more thought out, more detailed. Like, you know, if anybody has never seen it, I'm sorry, the original. But, like, the... the, But maybe, see, that's the thing. Maybe that was the whole plan. What I mean? Because Everything was more plotted out and planned out. Like this one was, this one was. What happened if it was more plotted out or thought out to be less than the other one because of it's the, a reboot? Because it's the theme of being a reboot. <laughs> I thought about that too. That was I like, thought about maybe that's they, deep. Maybe like, let's yeah. <laughs> let's really think about it to make it underwhelming, just for the purpose, because it's a reboot. And here's the single okay, purpose of that. This would make sense. Okay, in this sense, right? And this makes sense in the sense, like, I remember one thing I kept on telling you that I, I, it just felt weird to me. Every actor in this movie, obviously, is is from the original movies, right? They looked older. And I'm not talking about, like, they're all, yeah, they're all within their, like, late 30s, early 40s, whatever. Yeah. But they just seemed a lot, even like this, Ben Affleck, who I've seen in movies recently, did never look this old. And it's, it's, it's almost like he's like, yo, I want to purposely make everybody look whatever as uh, not necessarily bad but just older because obviously in every other movie they probably look cleaner and shinier or whatever so, so he's like just come in just wake up and come to work something like that like a like, self parody of the fact that they had a younger younger demographics obviously his daughter playing the movie and her friends yeah and then you have the older so he like he wanted to show a distinct age difference between the huge two gap groups. yeah that's what it felt like and he and he did it off great that's why i enjoyed the movie so much but who was your favorite cameo? Um, I'm trying to think who would be more of a surprise cameo. Cause like everybody, I mean, I, I expected all the cameos. Um, actually, no, you know, the biggest surprise cameo for me what? was uh, the girl who plays Supergirl. Oh, for real? I did not see that coming. I don't know why. Like, uh, every other Bonet, actor, something Bonet, Bon, Bonet? I forget her name. No, um, my mine was the guy from um, uh, the Babysitter's Dead. The brother. That was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you see, that one caught me off guard because they referenced him a couple of times. I kept referencing the movie. Yeah, but I, I guess I, was, I, the dishes are done. <laughs> I caught. I caught oh, sorry, that. Guys. I caught that. Like in a sense, it didn't surprise me that much, just because it's like they do like to reference old movies and old th- things like that. Yeah. Like they had, uh, they had a group in one of the other movies. Like uh, I forgot the like a, a band, or whatever that was older. So they do reference a lot of the old stuff. So him being there was a surprise, but not as much. As Supergirl, because she's not obviously she's not from that era. Yeah. So she's like, so when I saw her, she played like uh, I want to, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, uh, she played the character. In the movie. She played the character, but yeah. 
to but definitely gotta catch catch it check it out if you're a big fan of jason bob it's on amazon prime if you are amazon prime member it's free so check that out please guys all right guys oh um so what we're gonna do we're gonna check out another movie but no 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 i forgot to give my nickies for this one oh how many nickies I give it three Nickies. Three Nickies. I enjoyed it. It was decent. I wish there was a couple things that, that could have been better, but I'm I enjoyed it. I want to watch it again. All right, I give us three and a half Nickies. All right, there you go. This is one time that the movie was sat higher than. But did you realize years? also like there was also a cameo from an, one of the old movies that actually wasn't playing herself? Yeah. You who is it? I'm not gonna tell you until afterwards. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna say it. All right, guys. So we'll take a quick break and come back with. I guess events that are coming up or things that are coming up actually this month for us. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we'll be right back. All right, guys, and welcome back. All right, so because of current events of the COVID-19, a lot of uh, we've mentioned it several times now that a bunch of local events have stopped or cancel or rescheduled but what i love what one group is doing is uh our boys at juicy alex and eris is that they're doing um strictly online gaming right now strictly online tournaments so they are still setting up like normal they're still going to run brackets but they have it broken down for mondays is grand blue it's uh, like an anime fighter and then they have tuesdays is tekken 7 tuesdays uh, Wednesdays is for Smash Ultimate, and Thursdays are Dragon Ball f- Fighters. Sorry. So how I wonder how they're gonna conduct it. Uh, so what they do is, um, they'll probably go to each game. I think they have an ability to start a tournament in the in the server, mm-hmm. and you have to pay five dollars through PayPal, mm-hmm. and then they get your like your PSN name or your gamer tag, and they send your invite to that tournament, and then they bracket they'll do they'll do a bracket run create a bracket from it like there was once today that I was supposed to go into for street fighter today at eight but i'm here because i love you guys <laughs> no I'm, I'm telling you man i can't like i feel like i know this is a scary time and i mean i guess i'm excited because i'm an introvert for the most part like yes i can be an extrovert but for the most part i like i'm an introvert yeah and i feel like this is the time of the introvert right now <laughs> pretty much yeah pretty much like you know, introverts and gamers this is, this is your moment to shine to show people well it's gonna is, how to survive gonna, inside the house for hours without getting bored. This, is, this is gonna progress to that point where it's like that's where everything all, all like kind of i everything basically is gonna be directed to that i feel like this is now the point at the moment that uh people are gonna start learning new skills the first week is like oh just getting adjusted mm-hmm. after like the third week if we're still at this the people mm-hmm. are gonna be like i'm gonna learn something i'm at home already that's what I was thinking the other I day. I bought a board game because of that. Oh, uh, that one? I bought Marvel's Legendary. Because uh, our friend Camilo got me hooked on it. So my wife was like, I want to learn how to play. I'm like, all right, bet. Went to the store and bought it. So I I decided I wanted to take a break from photography, mostly because I wanted to focus on weight loss. Yeah. But at the same time, I wanted to kind of like exercise my mind. And because I know if I do in photography, I'm gonna that's going to be my obsession again. So, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I'm like, I want to focus on something. Pick, pick up a new skill? Well, something. I'm, that's why I might start gaming, but then I was like, I want to learn something. I want to know how to do something. Yeah. So, 
But one thing, uh, that's one thing they're, do- they're doing. And what we're doing is uh, our Nick and I came up with an idea of, and Ricky, was a watch-long uh, episode. So the theory on that is that uh, think uh, Mystery, Theater, Mystery Theater 3000 Yep. with that concept, uh, but through podcasts. So we will announce the movie that we're watching prior to and we'll be releasing it hopefully at the end of the month each month yep we have the calendar full this month this year so for this month is going to be no retreat no surrender <laughs> it's i think is the debut movie with vin uh will uh uh what's his name john claude van damme is yeah has like it's weird because he's he's uh titled for this movie but he's like he's not a lot and he's not a big up his He's not in the movie a lot, but no. he is titled the movie uh, because mostly he's the villain in this one. Yeah. So. But I think this is. A, I think they reprinted it when he, he blew up, so they show that he's like, "Oh, it's a John Claude Van Damme movie." <laughs> yeah, because I cannot recognize not one other actor in that that and, whole. And after that movie too. What do you mean? After that movie, there's no actor I've recognized. Like, That's what I'm saying. Up. There's not like obviously I wasn't from that. I was I was a little kid at that time, but I cannot recognize any other actor but Van Damme. So, yeah, all right, guys, but we will try to find... Well, this one you could find on YouTube. Yes. Uh, it's free to watch. But most of the movies that we're, we're, we're going to pick up, it's either you could go through any streaming service and watch it, or most likely if they don't have... you No, most of them you could find them, rent them, or they're already part of their prescription if you have their membership. So anything we we recommend or we're going to watch is something that you're able to watch and you just... Literally just play it. We'll tell you what time we're playing We'll it. set it up, give you a little bit of a time, time frame. Like a timestamp we'll, of when it's playing. We'll press the play button together. And so, yeah, you get to hear us while watching the movie at the same time. And we would love to see if we're accurate with what you think. Or if you think there's anything <laughs> off. Or want to let us know about it after the fact. You listen to us, please let us know. Oh, yeah. We will not be quiet. This is going <laughs> to be, be like those live people at the movie theater. Yeah, but no popcorn. <laughs> no popcorn. <laughs> no popcorn. All right, guys. But like, as always, thank you so much for listening. You can always find us on our social media websites, uh, pages, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Nerds in the City. If you wish to leave us, send us an email, please do at Nerds in the City podcast at gmail.com. I still haven't set up our Google phone number yet, which I have a lot of time now this week to set that up. But yeah, we just want to say thank you for listening and hope you guys are safe. And like always, tell a nerd, send a nerd, bring a nerd. All right, guys, have a great weekend. Good night.